Ask not for whom the Baja blasts, the Baja blasts for thee. I've never wanted to have sex with a pot pie, but like, I'd have sex with that pot pie. <laughs> We're all weak to stepping on nails. Let me preface this by saying I wrote a script. Daytona Beach is like two mild inconveniences for being a post-apocalyptic wasteland anyway. So many of my tabs say semen. Are you guys ready for this weird horny adventure that we're all about to go on? You can't handcuff me for skanking. This motherfucker gaslights you. Diet Coke and Sorrow will be chapter four. And against all odds, Kyle, we became those squirrely weirdos. This whole podcast is a very negative mouthfeel. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how it felt so goddamn good to be back inside a movie theater, even if the popcorn is still decimating my intestines three days later. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> Yucky. What did you see? Yeah, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Oh, well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. This is a movie. Yeah. Are the floors... <laughs> Still sticky. Well, we went to okay. So this is this means nothing to nobody on the sh- outside of us. But we went to Gateway Film Center, which is like a the nice theater in town. Yeah. So no. Nice uh-huh. Gotcha. May gotcha. I welcome? May, yeah. may I recommend Fast Please. Nine for your next oh, movie I'd love to. Yeah. Oh. Did you see? I it? did. That was my first excursion. Oh, what a way to come yeah. back. How oh, was and it? I've yeah. only seen I've only ever seen Tokyo Drift. So like ninety percent of this movie made no, <laughs> no sense. Tokyo Drift rich. I feel wonderful. like maybe missing the middle six of that didn't really ruin the plot. No, no. it was fantastic. It was very stupid. I loved it. Oh, that's awesome. What's, what's the what's our story? What's the movie we tried to see and we ended up going <laughs> it, to fast? It was, uh, it, I think it was Avengers. I think it was the first Avengers movie. So I worked at a movie theater in college when I knew um, when I knew these guys, and we try I tried to get us all in for free to the Avengers, and we ended up missing that and going to Fast Five instead. And they were so mad at me. It was <laughs> such, a, such a good evening. Honestly, though, low-key, awesome movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. No regrets. All right. Well, now that that narrow casting is <laughs> <Sorry>. through, <laughs> listen, it's we, it's good color. as gamers, know a tale as old as time. You, a plucky protagonist, traveling on your merry way, bump into an elder god. This elder god demands that you, a plucky protagonist, prove yourself as a hero of legend by traveling the known world and fetch questing a bunch of random shit to offer to this elder god in return for its blessing and some endgame level ultra rare item. Well, my friends, that is the quest we embark upon today. So if you give me a minute to get in character for this terrible accent I'm about to oh, do... No. Oh no, Matt's so, doing the voice. So, my plucky protagonist, it is I, your god king, Bobby Flay. <laughs> and I am opening a new restaurant in the cultural hotbed of the United oh States, Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes. This restaurant will be something new, Holy something shit. exciting, something for the kids. I want to lead the menu of this oh new god. restaurant with a dish from one of them newfangled video games. Well, this battle is going to shake down in three rounds with contestants Kyle, Law & Order, SVU, Harper... Andrew Entourage Henderson and Todd Portlandia Thomas. However, as the Burgermaster Burgermeister that I am, I decree that these three are not enough to pitch to my restaurant. I have summoned a fourth contestant to this arena, one who is a certified expert in video game food, Rebecca Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost Valentine. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. Much there. 
Oh my God. <laughs> can I guess at the, the theme for the middle names? Yeah. Please? yeah these all, please tell me these are all things Bobby Flay has like guest starred on. Ding, ding, ding. He we have a winner. Scooby Doo. Oh my God. Bobby Amazing. Flay has been on all three of, or all four of these TV programs. <laughs> what? As Bobby Flay in everyone except Law and Order SVU in which he had a character name. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure oh I saw God. him on Portlandia. What was yeah. he doing at Scooby Doo? He, well, she was the Bobby sure. Flay. he had to get the gourmet ghost. I don't know. Fucking I haven't up seen ghosts. special. <laughs> of course, of course. Holy he shit. He probably owned the haunted restaurant, mm. if I had to guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot, they've had a lot of guest stars. Um, I really, I just want to take a beat. Um, Matt, you know what? That was really good. It was really <laughs> was good. good. It was, it was, it was really wonderful. Good. It made me really happy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it was really good. I now appreciate don't that. Stop. Watched a lot of yeah. Beat Bobby Flay. I'm never going to do it again. Nope. Oh, no, surely not. We got it. <laughs> I forgot how his accent isn't aggressive, but it's very pushy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What a good way to describe Bobby Flay. I feel <laughs> motivated. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca, you're here. You're in our show. Please pitch your stuff. Oh, <laughs> well, hello. That was a terrible uh, segue. I'm so sorry. No, it's great. Yes, I'm Rebecca. Um, I'm primarily a video game reporter. I work for IGN. Before that, I wrote for GamesInstitute.biz. I like writing about the business of video games and how the games you love get made. Uh, but aside from that, the reason why they put me on the cooking segment here uh, <laughs> is because I, several years ago, had just the most foolish idea in the world uh, when I was gifted the World of Warcraft cookbook for Christmas one year, not really knowing how to cook. I mean, I could like make rice and stuff, but I was not. I was not competent at cooking at all. I thought I could make every recipe in this hundred recipe cookbook. Why not? And so I started doing it and then I did it. And then I wrote an article about it, it and that kicked off my freelance career. And then I bought uh, the, the Elder Scrolls cookbook. And then I cooked every recipe in that. And then I bought the Mother's oh Cookbook, which is for like Earthbound and uh, Mother 3 and those yeah, games. Yeah. Mm -hmm, and then yeah. I cooked every recipe in that. Okay, and... okay. Hold on, hold on. I, we, we need, we got to dive into yeah, this. I don't care about what we're talking about okay. today. Okay. You legitimately so, Julie and Julia, the the Wow cookbook. Yes, yeah. it was very stupid. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. amazing! Absolutely amazing. No, the, I mean the rules are the rules were for myself. I had to try to make. So if I failed, if it came out as a mess, it still counted. So there was okay. there were several sure. recipes yeah. in there that did not go because I am impatient. Yeah. I didn't have the proper tools, didn't have the right ingredients for whatever reason. Fair. But I did try, um, and I had to try a bite of everything that I made. So when I okay. made the doggy <laughs> biscuits um, in Mother's cookbook, I did mm -hmm. eat, I did take a bite. Yikes. I gave the rest to a dog. We're going to need like top three, bottom three. Mm. Or at least one and two. Yeah. Like stand oh. out, yeah. stand out toward the top and bottom. Yeah, so it's really hard. I mean, I'm not going to remember them all because this is at this point, yeah. like somewhere over in the realm of like 300 recipes. And I'm actually, the, the final piece of this is I'm currently working on a cookbook, uh, the Legends Cookbook, which Whoa. is primarily Breath of the Wild, but basically all Legend mm -hmm. of Zelda. I think I'm about a third of the way through. Uh, I just made these, I don't have it because I ate them this morning, uh, but I, I have these <laughs> little like hand meat pies. Like they're little, little pies that are just full of like mm. good ground beef vegetables. That is really good. Uh, Oh but God. yes, like so standouts, I think I think the, the one that I was proudest of in the World of Warcraft cookbook was the, the final. I didn't do them in order. I just sort of skipped around. Uh, the final one that I did from that is the delicious chocolate cake. And if you know World of Warcraft, okay. you're super familiar with it. It's this cake. Uh, the image in the game is it doesn't look chocolate. It's like a white cake with green frosting and like pink things on top. And it's made with mage royal, which is just this random like <laughs> mystical herb or whatever. Um, so the recipe was for a white chocolate cake, which I made. And then it's got like this white chocolate frosting that's colored uh, and then a raspberry 
raspberry uh, rose water filling. And it's very, it was very complicated. I'd never made anything this complicated before. And I saved it for last. And my plan was, (laughs) I was going to invite a bunch of friends over and celebrate having finished this hundred recipe cookbook, a person that does not know how to cook by making this cake and serving it to people. This could have gone horribly wrong in so many ways because I, there, there's nothing remotely that complicated elsewhere in the book. I am not, I am worse at baking than I'm at cooking. I can make a pot of soup. I can make, I can make like chopped vegetables, do whatever, but baking is, baking is Two different sides of the brain. Chemistry is hard. I'm still, I mean, I'm still kind of not good at baking sometimes. Uh, But I, you know what I did it, folks. I made this cake and it looked good (laughs) and it tasted good. And I served it with like this beautiful, like sparkling rosé. And I had like this, this like little spread laid out. And I was just very proud of this cake. I was really proud of it. And it looked great and it tasted great. And I took these beautiful photos for, for it or these photos of it. And if you do find my article for PC Gamer about cooking every recipe in the World of Warcraft cookbook, that photo is in the, actually it's behind, it's it's behind, oh, you can't see. It is, wait, is this is this a video podcast? No, no. It's not, but this is horrible radio. They are currently looking behind me at, at a framed, at a framed article on my wall, which is the article because it was the first thing I ever had in a print magazine. And it's, you can kind of That's vaguely so cool. see in the background, the cake is over there. And then like, there's little fixes. We right will, uh, we will certainly link it in the show notes yeah. for everyone to hear. It's 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 yeah, but it was, it was very proud of it. So that, that was probably probably like the big standout you know I've made I've learned how to make a whole bunch of things some things that I didn't really want to learn how to make I learned how to make an aspic which is like meat gelatin not good uh that sounds terrible <laughs> nope. sounds real bad yeah I want to eat anything called an aspic no you <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I don't know I've done a lot of things I've done I I did I've done whole roast turkeys multiple years in a row for Thanksgiving because of these recipes I've done I've done oh. there's like vegetables there's soups there's stews there's all kinds of desserts I've learned I'm still bad at making pastry but I've gotten better at it you know I just I don't know I've gotten I've gotten a lot of skills that I kind of like half-assedly use but I, I've learned a lot about cooking and it's been really fun and I'm gonna keep doing it I've got people people just send me video game sorry I'm just like rambling now people just send no, me no, links to video game great. cookbooks now so the other day uh if you're familiar with like video game twitter wario 64 likes to post deals he's like this account that just constantly posts deals so he posted a link to this thing on twitter the other night that was just video game cookbook gone up at amazon for 35.99 and you looked at the listing and there was no information as to what video game cookbook this was <laughs> like a like a mystery cookbook. yeah there was yeah. no information yeah. it was by yeah. inside editions which are the people who did the world of warcraft cookbook so on a whim i was like okay uh you know what i'll just buy this as a joke right and then you know it'll show up and i'll be like all right i'll cook whatever's in here fine um and then like like half an hour later i got a bunch of people tweeting at me because apparently it's a final fantasy 14 cookbook yes that's a thing that just happened yep i don't play final (laughs) fantasy 14 and this is a point this is a joke oh because they're constantly doing the have you heard about the free trial that includes up to heaven's word wait okay hold on you activated his trap card okay listen i have not canceled my order i'm going to get this cookbook and i'm going to hate it but but reb you you can play for free unrestricted i know i know until level 60 i know i went to a party the first party i went to that once people once my friend circle was fully vaccinated i went to this party and i had like multiple people try to give me that exact pitch at a party in person with people i did not know where are the parties you're going to because the parties i'm going to they don't like to talk about that kansas city baby can we switch can we switch parties (laughs) what you just did was you did the Wee playhouse like secret word for our word i'm sorry i'm sorry 
sorry. I'm that was sorry. the daily double. I specifically did not pick a Final Fantasy entry, so we wouldn't talk about it. Well, oh I I ruined it. I'm terribly sorry, but I'm not it's that okay. sorry. I mean, you it, didn't I, you didn't ruin anything. No, it's, it's perfect. Yes, but anyway, that's what I do. I had a podcast. The, the question you actually asked me. I had a podcast for a little bit called the Cozy Week Kitchenette, where um, I had like a guest on every episode and did an interview with them um, about a video game or a food in a video game. We talked about the intersection of food and culture as I walked people through a video game recipe each each time. Uh, that was a fun thing to do when I had nothing else to do and couldn't leave the house. Uh, now sure. I now I can leave the house and I'm preparing to move to the Bay Area in a couple months, and uh, oh, I don't nice. have time anymore. So that podcast is on hiatus. <laughs> but if you want to go back and listen to old episodes or potentially keep an eye on it for when it maybe comes back because i love the idea uh at cozywood kitchen on twitter it's good my my short-term goal is to finally make the persona 5 curry i uh it's good it's really good yeah i'm annoyed <laughs> I mean, at how good that is because atlas put that recipe out and when video oh, game they? companies put recipes out for stuff they are not good uh when nintendo put out a recipe for yellow soup from twilight princess that was not good Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I'm it's not like, surprised. It's one of those things like a bunch of marketing people came in and just kind of yeah. made it up. And yeah. No, someone cared. Someone loved this curry. <laughs> this is such Who's a weird for? part of video game like nerddom that I yeah. just never touched. Right. And yeah. I've never heard someone, someone be so excited for it. And I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Food's really good. <laughs> Y'all, we are batting so above our class right now. Uh, yeah, right. This so is are. wild. I totally should have made food for you all, but I, I didn't. I ate it this morning. I ate the meat pie. This is the exact same energy as when we brought in a like pro wow caster <laughs> to do oh like, a World of wow? Warcraft episode that none of us had ever done before. Oh no! Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. All Very right. Good. It's it's the platform. We don't, we don't need to be the experts. We have the platform, Matt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Precisely. Now that we have established that three of us have never put our hands into video game food, let us all put our hands into video game food together here in question one. So contestants, let's get right to it. Tell me about your dish. What's it called? What game is it from? And what makes it worthy of grazing the tongue of your God King, Bobby Flay? That was less good. That was, that one was less good. Every, was little, every time I do it, it's going to get closer to Roz. Diminishing Monsters returns. In. That was, yeah, 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 that was less, less Bobby Flay, more clamps from Futurama. <laughs> All right, Kyle, do a thing. <laughs> All right. Well, chef, I brought for you today a a delicious assortment of poffins. Um, if you are unfamiliar with well, with what poffins are, <laughs> no, those bird. are puffins, Matt. <laughs> oh. Poffins are muffin tops from the Sinnoh region of the Pokemon universe. Oh, he did the thing again. I did the I did I did went to my deep well of tricks and did Pokemon again. Um <laughs> but the special thing about poffins, Matt is they are made from, you can make them from any of the various berries in the Pokemon universe, and depending on which berries you use, they will make you look cooler, tougher, <laughs> smarter, more beautiful, and uh, there's a last stat that is <laughs> moved away from the page. Oh, I love is it. it. Um, they increase your special attack? Do they increase your special no. attack? No. These, so these are not, these do not increase combat statistics oh, these, are the... these are for con these are for the pokemon contests they make you more appealing to the judge depending on what uh flavor and category you are competing in matt so that is what i have for you today muffin tops that make you look better wow <laughs> i if i could get a muffin top that undoes my muffin top i would uh, be yeah, really that's into that. For. Yeah, that sounds great okay andrew um kyle has brought 
the upper half of pastries to this party. What have you brought? <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, I didn't really prepare anything. Um, hey, chef, uh, one second. I'm going to go back here in the back kitchen and grab a, a tool for, for plating. A tool? You're going to grab mm-hmm. a tool? A tool. Oh, yeah. God, I'm woefully up. I'm I don't like this one. He's... He's one of those fancy hipster restaurants that so uh, that serve you your Ow! food on a shovel or something. I'm doing I'm doing a bit right now, guys. Mm-hmm. No, we, I'm trust me, we know. <laughs> what? I don't like it already. <laughs> All right, <laughs> here you go, chef. One plate of delicious cooked meat. Yep, it's meat. <laughs> it's meat that I definitely made and absolutely did not find hidden in a secret wall that I punched out of absolute desperation. Oh, what's that? You're worried about the blood cascading down my hand? Well, that was a that was an unrelated injury that I received while cooking this chicken pork but meat completely completely by myself. So funny story, Matt, Bobby Flay, <laughs> Chef Matt Bobby Flay. I I originally thought of this recipe while I was exploring this haunted, scary castle filled with vampires and skeletons. Armed with only my trusty whip, I walked with purpose over to the back wall and just started beating it. Start beating it to death. I don't really know why, but all of a sudden the wall exploded. And lying there was this perfectly cooked pl- cooked plate of chicken that I immediately ate without another thought. Um, and this is what inspired me to absolutely, definitely cook the plate of meat that you see in front of you today with my own two, albeit very bloody hands. I give you secret wall chicken. I hate- Normal things happen to you, don't they? Yeah. I am not trying anything called secret wall chicken. I will, I, I <laughs> yeah. will be I'm next in line, line behind there. Kyle to not have the secret wall chicken. And I'll try a lot of things, but uh-huh. not se- not secret wall chicken. Not what this if, guy. What if I told you it's hidden behind a secret wall? Oh, well, that doesn't change anything not at all. Not better. It's just different. It's not even different. It's what he it's said. It's really pretty much the same, yeah. <laughs> it Fair seems enough. questionably so, sanitary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> questionably. Um, so let me, I will explain for those listeners who didn't get my, my bit. Um, I am referring to Castlevania. Uh, the Castlevania oh, okay. games have a secret other mechanic where if you just beat certain walls, it will explode into secrets. And sometimes you get chicken, which heals you to a lot, sometimes to max health, sometimes to like half health. That is the healing mechanic in the Castlevania games. So it is kind of a meme to hear Castlevania's hidden wall chicken. And it looks like a plate of questionable meat that may or may not be a chicken or a quail or pork. It's hard to say. Or a monster you killed earlier on in or the game. Or a monster you killed early on in the game. How okay. is it cooked if it found it in the wall? Kyle. Shut up, Todd. <laughs> Shut up, Todd. <laughs> that's right. that's, that's fair. Cool. Um, yeah, so Andrew brought me back to Wednesdays in elementary school when it was meatloaf day. And like, here's a plate of meat. Good luck. I don't like that very much. Todd, Todd, what'd uh, you bring? Is it meat? Yeah, thanks, Chef. Um, I'm going to bring you good food. Uh, so I've actually it brought meat? you. It, it will. It will be once I get to it. It's, it involves meat and it's cooked, oh, um, and bad. it's not. And it's not sketchy chicken from a wall. Okay. Um, hey, yeah. listen. It may not be chicken, <laughs> <laughs> but it did come from a wall. <laughs> True. Um, Chef, I'm bringing you today a dish that comes from the far, far away land of the Greater Boston area. Um, in the year 2287, also very radiated. Uh, today, Chef. I'm bringing you a dish that is called the Tasty Deathclaw Omelette from Fallout 4. Now, you may have questions, and I've got answers. Um, I don't want to tell you too much about the dish yet, because I think you're going to ask me uh, a bit more about it. But upon consumption, Chef, 
it immediately gives you 115 health as it hits your taste buds with this rich flavor of Deathclaw and omelet. And then, <laughs> and then, then additionally, uh, another 50 max HP for two hours after consuming it. And then it gives you a nice finishing taste uh, on your palate of a small HP regen uh, for two hours after that. So what Chef, does that it's taste like? What's the um, flavor profile of an HP regen, Todd? Warm. <laughs> That's not a okay. You know, you know, a, you know how I have a question. <laughs> so, uh, okay, sure. Um, is is this omelet made from regular eggs with deathclaw meat, or do are deathclaws a thing that lay eggs and still made with deathclaw? I should meat? I should specify it. It's not a meat. There is protein in the egg, and it's a deathclaw egg. Okay. That goes into making the omelet. I didn't expect death claws to be reptiles. I won't lie. Mm -hmm. If I yeah. found, if I had some peppers, I could make a, a Western death claw. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could make a southwestern a southwestern omelet out of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Todd. Okay. Todd, I got a little story about this exact thing. Where? They... Oh my God! Did you make the death claw <laughs> no, omelet? No. Oh, so okay. there's a there's a Fallout cookbook by a wonderful person named Victoria Rosenthal who's very talented. I have not oh, made awesome. anything from this cookbook because I'm not a Fallout fan. I'm sorry. Um, no, you're. That's fair. But, 76 but is bad. She has told me. I've had conversations with her, and I believe this is the exact recipe that she told me. She recreated this recipe for the Fallout cookbook, but she didn't. She didn't. Who is this really, person? I'm Vic, gonna I'm gonna call Vic, him in. Victoria Rosenthal, <laughs> pixelated provisions. But I believe. Uh, I mean, I hope I'm not talking out of my ass here. But I believe she specifically says that like this is not tasty. There it well, is, Rebecca. <laughs> this is, this is in here because well, it's funny, but it's we not. have research putting Todd down. Well, wow. Rebecca, that's <laughs> just the opinion of a professional, and I don't know what to tell you. I stand by what I've said. You are a chef who has applied at my restaurant, but I have read the Yelp review of your last restaurant, and I know where you're coming from. Oh man, I I have nothing to add but shame. Just no. hobble and Todd right out of the gate. You should see the rest of your time. Yeah. All right. Well, while I try to scrape the taste of HP regen off my tongue, Rebecca, what have you brought to this party? I have brought you something that appears on the surface to be very simple, chef. I have brought you a beautiful strawberry pie. It's gorgeous. It is full of delicious fresh strawberries. It is topped with a beautiful flaky crust and a couple of dollops of strawberry ice cream and a little pair of marshmallow fluffy wings on top. But the thing that makes this strawberry pie so special is not just the fact that it is a strawberry pie. The strawberries that went into the strawberry pie came at a great cost and great hardship. I had to climb the snowy top of Celeste Mountain in order to get you these strawberries. I climbed up eight stage, well, seven, eight stages uh, of challenges to get you these strawberries. I jumped over spike pits. I went through a haunted city. I went through a haunted hotel, wow. a, lot, a lot of haunting up there. Uh, I climbed up clouds. I dove into a lake and I went up to the snowy, airless reaches at the very, very top. I went through self-actualization. I went through a temple where I saw my <laughs> darkest desires reflected back at me through a window. And I collected every single <laughs> strawberry from this mountain and I put them into this pie. This pie is full of self-realization and self-knowledge and confidence and power. And I just, I, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Can 
real quick, can we unpack Mental Health Mountain, please? Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a whole uh, thing. I think there was something about a, a mirror or something that you looked into and you saw your darkest desires that seems, cons- yeah, that's seems intense. problematic. My darkest self! Mm. Oh. I just need to know that you know that like you can buy strawberries at the grocery store. Like, that was a lot good. of work for strawberries. They're and counseling. Good. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> by counseling at the grocery store. Does Lena Rain follow me around at the grocery store blasting a beautiful soundtrack? I oh do not God. think so. Oh, man. I would she pay doesn't. top dollar for that. Um, to answer your question, Matt, why do you think they call it customer service? Hey, ah. there you go. All right. Um, great. So I really like that three of these dishes were really straightforward about like, this is a dish that is designed to help you. What I don't like is that Andrews also was designed to help me, but came out of a secret wall. And that is upsetting. What okay, What I don't like is that I thought I had a good answer, and somehow I feel like I'm behind Andrew after what Rebecca did. So <laughs> you are. Great. Yeah, I mean, that's where you stand right now. I can do something to Kyle, too, if you want. Oh, that would be excellent. That would be great. Get him. Oh, but Kyle, when I was planning planning to come on the show, I thought about Poffins very briefly, and I tried to remember everything that I knew about Poffins, and the first thing that I remembered about Poffins is that no one actually knows what they are. You just throw a bunch of berries, and then you go in a circle, and then food comes out. Yeah. That's that's kind of like a hot dog. That's the science of hot dogs. So it's a hot dog? (laughs) You brought a hot dog? (laughs) A hot dog pastry, maybe. Okay, that's all right, like well, that's enough of I'm that. I'm helping, I'm helping. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's slide right along here. This is going to be the most upscale restaurant Poughkeepsie, New York has ever seen. With that in mind, I, your God King, Bobby Flay, am prepared to import one crucial item from your video game world. Please tell nope. me the the it gets worse every time. <laughs> Please tell me the one item from your universe this dish can't go without and what we're going to have to do to get it. Kyle, go ahead. All right. Um God King Bobby Flay. Yes. Because these are made from b- berries from the Pokemon universe, we have a lot of options for ingredients you could import. We could go really basic. To, to berries from anywhere in the Pokemon region, like the cherry berry, the chesto berry, the rost berry. Um, we could go with the lum berry or the citrus berry, um, figgy berries, mago berries, agave berries. He's, all he's options. How many we berries could, are there? The we Pokemon could go universe. with. There's many. Um, oh. We could, we have the way pear berry, the pineapple berry, the pomag berry. The Hondu berry. Okay. The tomato berry. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The the Rabuda berry, mm-hmm. the Nomel berry, the Spalon berry, the Watmel berry. Oh my well, thanks god. Users, the, thanks everybody for listening to debate. The Bellu berry. Do it for today. No, no, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. <laughs> the Wakan berry, the Rindo berry, the Yachi berry. The copal berry? I don't believe they're almost done. You know, for a while, these were based on actual fruits, but I think they have, they're, they're out yeah. of fruits. The, the yeah. payapa berry? See, that's like a, like a, um. A payapa, a, yes. Yeah. Payapa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a, it's like, it's like an anagram for papaya. Is that what they're, that is? Yeah, yeah that's all, the word I was looking they're for. They're all anagrams. anagrams? Shut fruit. up. But Jesus. They, they ran um, out. They ran out. Oh my God. Yeah. What about the, the, the colber berry? Or the, the baribi berry? The chillin berry. That's like a chili pepper. Um, we've got a starf berry. 
I'm a, a leaving. Jacoba berry? I'm turning but off my computer. This is the but worst re- answer to any question I anyone has ever given on this podcast. But really, really, Matt, if we're going to pick from any of the, the many berries from the Pokemon universe, I'm going to ask that we import the Enigma berry from the Pokemon universe. Um, this is found in the Hoenn region, and it, it is described to have the power and flavor of stars in the night sky. And that is what we are going to make our magical appearance altering muffin tops out of at your amazing restaurant in Poughkeepsie. That's some power of friendship shit right there. I I can't put psilocybin mushrooms in my dish, Kyle. I can't can't put hallucinogens in the dish. It'll be fine, I promise. The people of Poughkeepsie don't deserve this. What's legal in New York, can we? Uh, <laughs> there's no laws on the books about not eating the enigma berry oh, so i think good. i think you're fine you'll at least get away with it for a couple months all right before they catch on well somehow wall chicken is looking pretty good it's not don't even Set pretend the to think with it the is. wall chicken yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can see it i put a picture of it in the in our ch- is it this little balloon? It is this little balloon with a question mark on it. That what? is the enigma berry. That's not a berry, that's enigma a balloon. Berry. If something theoretically in theoretically in nature yeah. is growing mm-hmm. with a shape of a big question mark on it, I'm gonna I'm, not... I'm gonna walk and no. That's that's God's yeah, sign you're... for not eat me. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. what that is. Yeah. That's it's that's like a, a no touchy sign right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a neon colored toad. Don't you want to taste the stars, Matt? Um uh, no. That's like what a, that's like what a stranger in a trench coat says to you in the corner <laughs> of Poughkeepsie, that. New York. Yeah, it feels real bad, Kyle. It's it feels real bad. Skittles. Um, all right. Well, Kyle's answer had as much fruit as three-year-old me thought uh, Fruit Loops had in it. Andrew, go ahead. That joke fell fat. Wait. Never mind. Just you know, it's cool. Go ahead, Andrew. We'll What's that. your bit? Uh, we're keeping that in. Um, okay, so I get my absolutely, definitely not ad-libbed wall meat wasn't quite the same experience as punching a wall a, a hole in dracula's castle and finding cooked chicken yourself i get it now i can't really recreate the setting of being trapped inside a cursed 18th century castle in eastern europe but i think i can help you bridge the gap so you see you see matt chef bobby flay chef god king bobby flay simon belmont doesn't just whack every single wall willy-nilly thinking there's magical chicken behind it he also throws holy water at the wall sometimes so that it erupts in sanctimonious blue flame. <laughs> and in Castlevania II, Simon's Quest for the NES, throwing holy water will also reveal fake walls and other secrets. So here's the thing. The question you're probably ac- asking yourself is, who cooked that chicken? <laughs> right? Has it always been that way? You know, I would like to know cooked. who cooked that yeah. chicken. Uh, yes, please. That's one of my many questions. I was yeah, going to say that is the, the only question. of questions that I have. Yeah. yeah. The only question that anybody, who cooked that chicken? Has it always been that way? Or maybe was there at one point a live chicken just hanging out inside the wall? I, I don't have an answer for you, but I would like to posit that when the holy water makes contact with the wall and explodes in blue flames, it's actually cooking the until then uncooked chicken so you're telling me so earlier you just pulled out uncooked chicken to give to to have a sample earlier well i can neither confirm nor deny that claim a couple things so he didn't promise it was chicken i want everyone to get that very clear from the start Uh, here also i don't no, 
know what it is, but something about the idea of a cooked chicken that's already cooked being inside the wall is less disgusting mm-hmm. to me than a raw chicken that's inside mm-hmm. the wall, and then <laughs> it gets cooked in the wall. But I don't know why that's more disgusting, but it don't, is. Don't say Does but it, like you're going to have an answer. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I had an answer? Yeah, let's hear um, it. Well, it's surely what? not temperature controlled within the wall. No. No, no. 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 Um... <laughs> Dracula? Dracula magic? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that anything? The, I'm still stuck on the, the, the catchphrase from like a 90s sitcom of who cooked that chicken? Like that's <laughs> that chicken. Now, now, okay, now we can go down this whole, you know, deal like who put the chicken there in the first place? Well, obviously Dracula did. The skeletons smell the chicken <laughs> in obviously. the walls. And they can't, oh, and they oh can't find the hidden chicken, so they just forever wander back and forth on the same floor. It's why skeletons can't walk up and down stairs. I'm sorry. Uh, some decaying bodies uh, may have what? had contact with this food. Don't. No, they're, don't. it's in the wall. <laughs> All I took away from Andrew's whole thing was that skeleton, skeletons can't use stairs. Like, you uh, talked a lot about yeah. meat. And told playing me one Castlevania game and proved to me that a skeleton can walk upstairs. What Andrew has done is he's made such a ridiculous argument that he's basing other ridiculous <laughs> arguments off of it to muddy the waters. We have to we have to go back and argue three three mm-hmm. pages of theory to start yeah. to disprove one side of Andrew's argument. What is a man? <laughs> what is a skeleton? What is what is chicken? What is cooked? <laughs> Okay. Um, so holy water is my answer. My All right. Long-winded answer. Got it. Um, cool, Todd. Todd. Knowing that we were asked to get something from the video game world, can't we just get like blessed water? Like, not that holy water is a real ass thing, but like, couldn't we get holy water from like? I mean, any- it is. It's real. Like, it's it's it comes from the real world, Todd. Religion is a thing, Todd. <laughs> like, you can go into Jesus. any church. Okay. Yeah. Jesus and, exists. And usually for a small this. donation, right. they so, okay. Holy water. okay, no, now I have to tell you a fun fact that you didn't ask for. Uh, Jesus doesn't exist. <laughs> grew up Catholic. Did you know that right. they can just bless anything? Yep. Yeah. And like, so you can get like blessed salt. You can get like random spices in your kitchen. Blessed. You could just like, you could either just bless the chicken and make it a holy chicken after it's come out of the wall and been cooked, or you can bless every single component of it and then cook it together. (laughs) In an emergency, you can make anything the body and blood of Christ as well. Oh, I didn't know that one. In an emergency? What emergency is this? Oh, to deviate a, a, for a short bit, if so, if if someone is dying <laughs> and wants to be like, I want you to baptize me quick before I die, oh, you can okay. like that, use huh. anything to complete those sacraments. Wow. That was a much more legitimate answer than my bit ensued. It would be as much like dunking on organized religion as there is. <laughs> like that's actually a good answer to that. Is, yeah, hey, dope. chef, can I yeah. can I tell you my my? I would answer, love it chef. if you did. Yeah, so chef, uh, the ingredients um, for the pristine uh, or the tasty deathclaw omelet very, very simple. Um, include some veggies, some radiated fruit, some purified water, a blood pack, and then what you need is a pristine deathclaw egg. Out of all of those things, the thing that we need to get from the Fallout universe is gonna need to be uh, that rare and crucial pristine deathclaw egg. Now, getting a normal ass deathclaw egg, it can be a challenge on its own. Um, not sure what you know about Deathclaw's chef. They 
are nine foot tall walking alligator raptor monsters made by the government for war that sometimes can be invisible and sometimes can be like electric and sometimes can be radiated. Anyway, oh, it's bad. <laughs> Neat. Um, so but the issue is like you just don't need an egg from them. You need a pristine Deathclaw egg. So we got to get a fresh, recently laid egg straight from the matriarch's nest. So that is to say, chef. We're going to need to sneak or fight um, our way into a Deathclaw's nest and steal an egg from the year 2287 in the greater Boston area uh, to and bring it back safely <laughs> to make this uh, tasty Deathclaw omelet. But it's going to be worth it. It's like it's like when Question. whenever you someone does like a quail egg and they have to be really careful with it, but it's going to be really good. It's that. It's just that. Question. Uh, yeah from the wall chicken man yes it's is it not a lot easier to smack a wall than to go forward in time and defeat it doesn't matter we're not doing this um you said blood pack you said blood pack can you unpack that a little bit i'd rather not (laughs) i'd rather i'd rather not i'd just rather not is there todd is there blood in this omelet there is a blood pack in this omelet yes wait a blood pack or packed well, it's a pack. It's 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 K, not T, which which definitely is okay. better of the two. Okay, um, I guess. But different. I guess so better and say, different. Based on the information I have about the wall chicken, there's blood in that too. So yeah, there's probably blood and plaster. Not okay, on I purpose. mean, we need. I guess let's just put it on the table. If it's a protein-based dish, there's blood in it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So this and is I mean, the it, least grievous of yeah. his problems. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. You you called it out. I'm gonna need a blood pack for this dish, but it the it cooks out like. Blood pudding is a thing. The blood of whomst? Yes. Great question. Yeah. <laughs> Same question for me, the moderator. Just, yes. Just, just use any old blood you got lying around. Like we're calling, are we calling Red Cross? For, uh, I don't know. For who, I don't know where you get your blood from. It's going to have to pay more than minimum wage up here in Poughkeepsie, New York. You cannot tell me that Bobby Flate is not of a blood boy. I don't like how often Andrew references Blood Boys on this podcast this month. Um, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I have nothing else to say. Again, we are now that we are officially over our quota on the phrase "Blood Boy" for the month yeah. in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca, what do you have? I will try not to say that phrase uh, to help you out. Uh, so, as I have already mentioned, uh, the strawberries are very special uh, for the, the strawberry pie, and you do need to get them from Celeste Mountain. But what I have not explained to you is how difficult they are to get. Uh, so these these strawberries are not just sitting in little bushes on the side of the road for you to just kind of pick as you leisurely make your way up the. Mountain. I'm going to have to confront my deepest, darkest self. Well, you're going to have right? to do that, yes. But while you are okay. doing that, uh, these strawberries have little wings on them, and they're floating in the air. Uh, so they're up, they're up hmm. somewhere up there. Um, um, and you have to jump to get them. Uh, and you are going to have to do jumps like wall kicks off the sides of walls and like little grabs. And you're going to have to bounce off little platforms um, and fly along the wind and sit in little <laughs> bubbles and do all of these very complicated things. Grab the strawberry out of the air and then, while still in the air, make your way back down to a safe patch of ground that is not covered in spikes or or ice or whatever other nonsense is on the ground. And... You have to let your feet touch the ground in order for collecting that strawberry to count. And in order to make oh, the absolute best strawberry pie you possibly can, you need to collect a total of 175 red strawberries and 25 golden strawberries. For one pie? Oh for God, one pie. For the best pie. pie. The best pie. The best pie. That's a very tart pie. <laughs> they're sweet. It's a, of... a lot of work, mm. chef. There's yeah. other ingredients like sugar. 
So I have two. Have you things. had a golden mountain strawberry, Andrew? You don't know how tart they are. They could be very different than your run of the yeah, mill. He knows Kyle basically lives on a mountain. Yeah. All right. I I do. So two things. One, uh, it's good to know that I need to catch the strawberry, land on the ground, and make a football move before I can make this pie. Um, thing two. So the strawberries fly, right? Yeah. The strawberries have they wings hover. and fl- they hover. But they have wings. Yeah. Oh no, I guess some of them do fly. Some of them do fly away from you. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, so does that mean there's blood in the strawberries? There's blood in the strawberries. <laughs> I there's checked definitely it. Don't, blood don't. in the strawberries that they, they have are wings red. Move. The golden strawberries have no blood because they are gold and they are not red. That's science, baby. Yes. That makes sense. <laughs> Anything that's red has blood in it. No no flaws in that logic <laughs> that for works. sure. Wow. Um, yeah, so importing all of these seems really difficult. Seems really difficult to import any of these ingredients. It's a good thing that uh, we'll only need to do one. We'll we'll pitch it off to the nerds in R&D to figure out which will be the easiest to uh, harvest from your video game worlds. But now, being the S-tier culinary deity that I am, I, your god king, Bobby Flay, pride my restaurants on their fusion between the flavors of foreign lands and the grit and taste of my humble New York upbringing. (laughs) That said, I won't be adding your dish to my menu unless we can swap one ingredient for something distinctly American. So please tell me how we're going to adjust your dish to appeal to these uncultured swine. Kyle, go ahead. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not, happy about it but you know as long as we may follow the the stirring process the proper cooking procedure for the poppin poffins i think we can do away with the special berries from the pokemon region and um if we really want to hit the american palate in it with something familiar i think our best bet matt is to go with some blueberry flavored crunchlets um, and let me explain what those are. I don't like that word. Is a crunchlet a real thing? If you have to explain <laughs> this to a podcast of Americans, is it really distinctly American? Uh, you would. Sorry, so, sorry, it's your no, podcast. No, you're fine. <laughs> get, uh, get his ass, Rebecca. No, get him. No, come on, yeah. your podcast. Offend us. That is always <laughs> the goal. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, if you have any processed food that is blueberry flavored, odds are He's you air aren't quoting consuming. everybody listening. Yeah. Odds are you aren't consuming anything, any actual fruit, but um, some homogenized sugar and oil with some food coloring pressed into a, a shape. And that is what uh, the food industry calls a blueberry flavored crunchlet. Um, they are in your, you know, your gas station blueberry muffins, your cereals with blueberries in them. Um, they're simulated blueberries. And that is what we are going to make our poffins out of for, for the American hordes wait um, are you telling me that blue raspberries don't exist blue raspberries don't exist and i was going to suggest um <laughs> a blue raspberry flavor of poppin however the raspberry from pokemon is a blue raspberry already so that's already mm. it's already a thing you can make isn't it like poppins. a raspberry though raz raspberry two like, words yeah 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 yes. yeah. 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 yeah 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 it's yeah, different yeah, it's different Huh. Of course it is. Well, I googled <laughs> blueberry crunchlet and it brought me to this 2014 article from scottscoop.com Ooh. entitled The Food Industry is Plotting Against Us One Fake Blueberry at a Time. So, you have led me to believe that blueberry crunchlets distinctly American. You get a pass on this one, Kyle. Good for you. 
All right, uh, Andrew, what heinously American thing are we going to sub into your dish? Yeah, I'd love to tell you. So, Matt, unfortunately, I've been banned from every church in 60 miles from here for trying to siphon the baptismal font water with a gasoline canister. So I'm going to have to improvise. Now, I have nothing else in this kitchen that we've established here in this bit that will erupt in a divine flame upon impact like holy water. So I'm thinking a light flambe <laughs> will do the trick up close enough. <laughs> so now <laughs> it's really important to emulate that cool greenish blue color. So I think I'm going to use the next best thing to holy water, which is, of course, Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yes, <laughs> you sold me on the wall chicken. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, now, and to, and to bless it, we're going to blend it together with just with a with a handle of white rum. <laughs> just a just a small handle, just a, a handle. small handle. I mean, you should still do that, but you can absolutely yeah. just ask a Catholic priest to bless your Baja Blast. Oh, my God. See, I, I wrote it. to be fair, I wrote this before I knew that you could do that. But maybe we'll do both. You can do that. Can do That's both? fine. They bless wine all the time. Both? What's the matter with rum Perfect. and Baja Blast? Use that yeah. logic when they tell you no. <laughs> they ask not for whom the Baja Blast, the Baja Blast for thee. Blasts for thee. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Um, Todd, Todd, Baja Blast me away, buddy. <laughs> I don't like that. Baja blasting off again. Less good. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Uh, well, chef, the the of the ingredients that I already listed to you, the only thing outside of that pristine deathclaw egg necessary that most people don't have handy is either going to be that blood pack or some mute fruit. So mute fruit is a vital ingredient here, and you're going to ask what mute fruit is. Mute fruit is the amalgamation of all fruit after the bombs dropped. <laughs> and so they all just <laughs> don't merged into one fruit. So all those berries Kyle listed. Yeah, yeah. all those berries. And it looks like it, it it looks like the color and I assume the texture of all those berries combined into one. It's not great. Anyway, not the point. Now any aspiring uh home chef, they could probably substitute any old blood or sugar free blood substitute they've got lying around for the blood pack. That's not an issue. But mute fruit is is just, you know, it's rare. You can't get it. And you know it's vital to this recipe, but since we are we are doing this here in the state of New York, um, we're just going to we're going to use apples. Apples are that substitute. But here's here's the thing, chef. Mute fruit isn't there. It's not good. It's not crisp. It's not fresh. So we're going to need gross apples, just some gross, bruised <laughs> New York sewer apples. Chef, we need mushy, gross apples. The mushier and grosser, the better. Chef, we just really got to drive home this uh, post-nuclear war dining experience to all those aspiring home chefs. Ah, uh, yes, the quintessential American experience, yes. <laughs> mushy, and gross, rotten apples. Brown yeah. a I didn't say rotten. I don't know. Um, Todd, this could make that. or break whether or not you win this episode of oh, this it podcast. Will? Okay. What is the worst kind of apple in your opinion? Ready, go. Um, I am not a fan of Granny Smith. Okay, that's an acceptable answer. Acceptable mm -hmm. answer from you. You didn't say uh, my Pink Lady is a new is a new high ranking one. Mm. Mm, yeah. uh, nothing yeah. is better than Gala. Yeah. Gala, top tier apple. Mm. Um, apple. I will not be taking questions at this answer. time. Rebecca, go yeah. ahead. Honey I will not be taking nothing, questions at this time. Kyle. good. Uh, well, you know, some of the good things about the strawberry pie are that the, the ingredients are fairly easy to get aside from the strawberries. Uh, but one thing is that when you're making the absolute best version of this pie, it normally needs to come with two beautiful scoops of strawberry ice cream just sitting on top. 
Uh, and that's, you know, on Celeste Mountain, I'm sure that strawberry ice cream is very rare and very beautiful and very wonderful and made with all the strawberries that you've collected. But we can forego that. It's fine. We don't need the strawberry ice cream. Uh, instead, uh, we can just top it with a couple scoops of Ben and Jerry's. Uh, any flavor you want. Uh, I thought maybe the strawberry topped tart flavor, which I had never heard of before this podcast and just Googled to see what Ben and, Jer ben and Jerry's, a brand usually associated with giant chunks of brownie and puns on political names, uh, could possibly have to offer that might make sense with this pie. And it's probably that one. But honestly, if you just want to put like whatever the latest Conan O'Brien cookie dough special is on there, you just do that. I don't know. What Nailed it. I don't know what they're making now. It's good. Whatever it is, it's good. And it's only like 50% ice cream and the rest is like chunks, but it's great. Sweet corn and O'Brien, a corn flavored ice cream is what I'm pitching to Ben and Jerry's today. I, you started you to say that, that and I thought that was real for a second. You almost had me. You I that up? Yeah, yeah. Wow, really I thought good. that was, was real. Really yeah. I believed it. Yeah. great. Well done. All right. Huh. Cool. I mean, no, it's a real flavor. Go look for it and complain loudly <laughs> to your grocery store and they don't have it. All right, well, uh, this has certainly been a journey. And uh, for once, hey, I don't hate every answer I was brought today. So that's kind of nice. Thanks. Typically when I host these, I hate everything. So this has been a fun little joy for me. Your God King Bobby Flay. And now it is time for our super secret bonus question. For I cannot decide because to help promote my new restaurant in Poughkeepsie, New York, I'll be doing a guest spot on the local CBS affiliate morning TV show, and they would like me to adapt your dish to the kitchen of the middle class. So you tell me after this short break, how can the folks at home substitute what they might have in their pantries into your dish? I'll take your answers right after this break. Hey, are you ready for Mephisto to be in this show? Because he's going to be in this show. <laughs> From the nerds at Debate This comes The Ploose is Loose, a podcast where we break down every episode of the latest MCU shows being aired on Disney+. Dottie was going to be the embodiment of Mephisto. I feel very strongly that whether it was Mephisto... I do not think this is Mephisto. This is Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. You Mephisto. I'm going to keep saying Mephisto. I'm Mephisto. Shards of Mephisto. Mephisto. It's Mephisto. <laughs> How many times can we say Mephisto in this podcast each week we talk through plot details easter eggs and our own predictions for how the shows will end her husband who she talks about but we've yet to see is Ooh, yeah. likely going to be mephisto he she me mephisto the mailman is mephisto huh? everyone is mephisto <laughs> mephistology the study of mephisto okay so let's talk about this mephisto bit schindler's mephisto find us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you download podcasts what we didn't get were any mephisto sightings I'll be at the bar drinking a beer and waiting for Mephisto to show up. Hello and welcome back. It is I, your God King, Bobby Flay. Oh, and I'm back. ready to hear your pitches on how I can adapt your dish to the pantries of the American Midwest and those of Poughkeepsie, New York. Tommy Wiseau, director of The Room. Where did you get here? Oh, hi, Andrew. Go ahead. Give me, uh, give me your answer. Well, Mr. Flay, Chef Flay, if there if there's one thing I know you enjoy more than um, providing healthy lunches to America's schoolchildren, it is <laughs> merchandising your name for uh, success and profit. And that is why to help bring poffins to the American kitchen, I, I want to suggest a line of Bobby Flay's poffin mix, which will be a a pre-made pre-packaged um, a mix that will make exactly one serving of poffins. And the, the fun thing that will make bring this to the kitchens of America is that 
You can put two cups of any fruit to the mix, and that is how you flavor your poffins. So you don't need to source your berries from Pokemon. You can use whatever fruit you got at the farmer's market or have have about to go bad um, in that fruit bowl you ignore on your counter. Now, now. Anything you want, you can add it to the mix (laughs) and make delicious poffins right in your own home. Uh, If it's what I ignore out of my fruit bowl, it's going to be a lot of lime poffins. I'm going to have so many lime poffins, (laughs) goddamn. It's going to be those apples that were supposed to go in Todd's dish. Yeah, Yeah. they're not good. Well, we're going to need those. (laughs) Okay, so all things aside, I would buy a pre-made poffin mix. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I would Um, too. Yeah, absolutely. Probably come a little Pokeball toy. Andrew. Hey, hey, real quick. What do you want, Todd? Go ahead. I know we're 55 minutes into this episode. What's a poffin? Anyone? Everyone? (laughs) I don't know. I said. We don't know. I explained it. At the it is top. literally. It is literally oh, in shit. Pokemon. One of the. It's, is it Gen Four? They they're introduced in Gen Four. Yeah. It is a a portmanteau of the words Pokemon and muffin, and they look like. Oh, muffin I hate tops. it. Stop it. They I'm only actually kind done. Of do that. Because what you do is you get you berries, and then you throw them into like this mixer with your friends, like up to, yeah. up to four friends, and then with you, your like, friends, you hit the button, <laughs> you play like a rhythm button game, and okay. it just goes in a circle, and then transforms from fruit into like batter, and then it just magically becomes a muffin. Yep. So I have to Mario Party my way through this mysterious pastry. And yes. I still don't know what it is. 100% what it is. Yep. Is Poppins people? Is Poppins people? It was that meme of, I don't know what we're talking about at this point. I'm, <laughs> I'm too, too afraid, afraid to ask. Well, Kyle's yeah. is the only food that doesn't have blood in it yet. So I guess, yeah, Poppins is probably people. Yes. Hey, Poppins yeah, are vegan. As far as, as far as I can tell, Poppins are vegan. Well, as far as you can they tell. They wouldn't tell you if it wasn't. Yeah, I'm going to instead of when people ask me if there are vegan options, I'm going to start describing them as there's a non-blood option and see how that goes. Over. I mean, you know, they eat Pokemon in the Pokemon universe, too. So I just they do. They yeah, they do. super do. Yeah. Slowpoke tails. Yeah. Slowpoke tails are a, a delicacy. Andrew. Andrew, what well, you got was... for the people of Poughkeepsie? So, bummer. Good news is uh, this recipe super simple. Great thing. Great activity to do with your kids. <laughs> So to make Dracula's super secret wall chicken at home, you're going to start with just a completely raw haunch of meat. Now, it, it honestly <laughs> doesn't matter what meat it is, as long as it's a haunch. It needs to be a haunch. So you're going to take a sledgehammer, and you're going to bash a hole in your wall. That's step one. Preferably one that isn't very visible. And then you're just going to place the haunch inside. Patch that hole up and let it stay for weeks, months, however long you need. Now, once you remember that that haunch is in the wall, you're just going to grab your old vampire killing whip and right on the spot that you patched over to reclaim your sweaty meat haunch. You're going to just remove, quickly remove any loose bits of drywall and season with salt and pepper and place on a nice hot oiled pan. You, you then pour your rum laden Mountain Dew Baja blast mm. over the haunch <laughs> oh, yeah. and get, just get a nice sear all over it. Then just, you know, drop some butter and herbs into the pan and baste the haunch in your buttery Baja juice. No. Remove the haunch. <laughs> no. I'm out. I'm not I'm letting you get away with buttery Baja juice. I'm not. Yeah. I really wanted to say buttery Baja juice today. Um, so after you've basted your, your haunch, you're going to remove it to let it rest and then deglaze the, pl- the pan with the rest of your two liter of Mountain Dew Baja Blast to pick up all those delicious wall bits. Then, uh, you, you know, just... <laughs> Stick thicken with some flour and spoon your neon blue ooze atop your meat haunch. <laughs> there you go. 
How's that, add, everybody? Add drywall for texture. Did I? Yeah. Did I do it? Did I do the thing? You did something. Yeah, I was gonna say exactly those words in that order. Mission accomplished. If the, the thing is make us all really uncomfortable, yeah, you did that. Yeah, I mean, Chef's you've kiss. you've come up with a restaurant or with a recipe that starts with punching a hole in the wall. So now frat guys at parties have a thing they can make for people. And uh, yeah. that's kind of exciting. So, Works for everybody. Yeah. This um, is not, do not ask anyone on a date and cook them this. <laughs> a not a date food. Do hey, not. yeah, thanks for coming yeah. over. Give me a second. I just have to punch a hole in my wall. Yeah. But like real talk, though, if you saw somebody like trying to like flambe something about and do Baja Blast, <laughs> yay or nay? Is that good or bad? Is that that's bad? something my bad. best friend would do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we're still know. friends, so. Okay. That's not yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's not yeah. nothing. That shows that shows promise. Okay. Pro- pro- Might be a red charm. flag, but yeah. but not a not the giantest red flag. <laughs> I have okay. questions, which I have had the entire show about Andrew's food. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. I said it was a haunch of meat. I don't know what's the problem. Uh speaking of questions, I still have one for Todd, and that's how would you adapt your dish <laughs> to the American public? Easy. Um so aspiring home chefs can easily recreate this recipe at home using just what they have lying around the house. So that is any available water they have. You need a, a single, a single crisp carrot, um, apples that have long passed their window to be eaten. Um, if they're still not ready, just leave them outside for a couple days. Uh, you know, any available blood they have stored in their pantry. And then the last is going to be probably a fresh exotic reptile egg. That's how we're going to really duplicate the Deathclaw egg, uh, the pristine Deathclaw egg here. Now, to be specific, it, it, the more fresh and exotic and dangerous the species of origin for the egg, the more true to form uh, your at-home tasty Deathclaw omelet will end up being. So that's important. Um, what are some of the more exotic <laughs> options you would recommend, Todd? Mmm... Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the lizard that eats all the goats? What's that one? There's a big the lizard chupacabra. That eats, <laughs> the chupacabra. That's as exotic as you can get. Um, uh, a gila monster. Those lay eggs. That's not very big though. They're dangerous. They're poisonous. Gila monsters um, are pretty big, dude. All right, that's the answer. Todd no, is no more so Todd is suggesting that we commit customs fraud. Yes, and uh, and importing illegal animal products. Reptile for. For his, you are egg. on the list now. Yeah, are, yep. Yeah. There are a lot of illegal places you can buy those around here. Uh, three stores in Columbus popped up before mm-hmm. a list showed up, so that's neat. Mm. Rebecca, Rebecca, what's what's your answer to the super secret bonus question, please? <laughs> no bummers, well, please. chef. No, no bummers. <laughs> this is the, uh, the this is the 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 sad part where I do do the thing where I'm actually a very earnest person and I give you an actual answer. I am so sorry oh, for, for I'm so sorry for not doing a bit. You can make the strawberry pie. It's so easy. Uh, someone has to. I'm not yeah. even going to give you the complicated version that involves making homemade pie crust. Go to the store, buy one of those tubes of just like pre-made crust that usually has like two pie crusts in it, like Pillsbury or whatever. I'm not 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 a sponsor. I don't know, just whatever they have. Uh, those are the easiest <laughs> ones to get out of the cans, though. I know from experience. Uh, but get like one of those things with like two things of pie crust and just like follow the directions on there for like how to do pie crust and then get like a big quart of strawberries and then like throw them in a pot with a little bit of water a little bit of sugar a little bit of lemon juice maybe chop them up first if you want um and like let them simmer for a little bit and then throw some cornstarch in there to thicken it up so you get a nice thicky syrup 
um, and then throw them all in the pie crust, put the other pie crust on top, seal it around the edge, throw it in the oven for whatever the directions say for to do with the pie crust. And you've made a strawberry pie. Good job. You can throw ice cream on top of it if you want to. You can throw Ben and Jerry's on top of it if you want to. I'm not your mom, uh, but you can do those things and enjoy a delicious pie. It's really easy. There's probably more to it than that, actually, but I'd, I'd eat that pie. It'd be pretty good. This sounds really good. Yeah. That does sound real good. It's tasty. Like you're yeah. getting an applause. It's not going to get a Well, I pulled out. I pulled out. They can see this. I pulled out my cookbook to look up the pie recipe, like the pie crust recipe that I have that I have recently learned how to do very, very well. And I thought, I'll tell them how to do that. And I thought, no, that's not comp- That's too complicated and not funny. So <laughs> they don't want to know how many cups of flour. They just go, go buy a Pillsbury. That it's might not have been a Pokemon most, berry. Specifically, that might have been the most helpful thing that has ever been <laughs> yeah. said yep. in the four uh, years we've been doing this. People yes. listening to this show. are going to be mashing the rewind 15 seconds and yeah. then like cutting the speed in half of the podcast just to get yeah. all that and write it down. Now, do we have your consent to pull isolate that audio and use it for promos <laughs> to make people think that we're helping? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't do a cooking podcast anymore. So you can just Perfect. You, I can, you can pretend for a second okay. that I do. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Matt's gonna make a pie tonight. I've, I think so. That's what that pie. taste I, is telling. A couple weeks ago, I watched Mystery Men. Tonight, I might make pie. Podcast leads me on oh, a lot yeah. of journeys. That's basically the short version of the recipe I used to make a peach pie for Fourth of July a couple weeks ago. Oh Sick. man, sweet. Okay. <laughs> but with peaches, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Heaven forbid, make peach <laughs> pie with strawberries. That's <laughs> All right. So, uh, all of that said, it is time for I, your God King, Bobby Flay. To make a decision. And before I go, I would love to ask you, my new and underpaid employees, to help be part of my marketing department. And for minimum wage, pitch me a name for my restaurant as your closing statement. Uh, That's all I got. Go ahead, Kyle, whenever you're ready. Um, I think I think Poffin to it. The Poffin shop you open in New York will be very successful. God King Flay. Awesome. Great. Yep. Beats um, Poffin, lock it and drop it, because that's all I had. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Here's my pitch to you, the executive assistant, assistant from Ghostbusters. Um, my <laughs> my Castlevania-themed restaurant is Symphony of the Knife. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Oh, all right. There you go. Thanks. Very good. Someone yeah. should make that Bravo, cookbook. sir. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's one of the five of us that knows how to cook on this show. That's really good. I like Thank that. You. You can you can take that in favor of that uh, that sixty second audio clip for your sequel for your sequel <laughs> I love cookbook. It. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right, Todd. Uh, chef, this is this is pretty easy. The name of the restaurant that's ultimately going to feature this dish is really just every Waffle House in Florida because as we've discussed before, Florida <laughs> is really only like one more natural disaster away from being the setting for the next fallout. And if we need exotic uh, reptile eggs, that's where we're going to find them. So are you telling me that I'm going to open a restaurant in Poughkeepsie, New York called Every Waffle House in Florida? Yes, and it'll do great, I think. (laughs) Okay, Reb, save us. Well, as I mentioned, in order to inquire the ingredients for this pie, you're going to have to undergo a whole lot of self-searching and soul diving and thinking about yourself and figuring your shit out and being better. Uh, So I I would just like to suggest for the name of this restaurant, Chef, Therapy. Yeah, that's really good, too. That's very good. That's excellent. All right. uh, You guys go ahead and do yourselves some good vibes. And I, your God King Bobby Flay, (laughs) I'm going to go make a decision. Yeah, I'll start with good good vibes. Um, Reb, thank you so much for coming on our show and and schooling all of us with actual cooking knowledge. Oh, thank you. And 
the cherry pie, uh, the strawberry pie made of of my own self actualization <laughs> sounds incredibly delicious and is and gets extra points for being the other pastry brought to the episode thank today. So thank you, Andrew. You you stayed true to form and brought something truly horrifying and wretched. Um, so thanks for never changing. And Todd, you you sure told us how to make um, super soldier lizard omelets, and I'm not sure that that I feel anything about that. <laughs> much like always, I never feel anything. Um, Reb, what can I say? Thank you so much for coming. This was absolutely delightful. Just fantastic, fantastic job. You come and you, you showed us all up, and, and what can that's I say? That's what we aim that for with perfect. our guests. Yeah, like, that's what we needed. That's yeah. what we absolutely need. Um, so thank you for, for bringing that to the show. Um, also, Celeste is an amazing game, and everybody out there yes. should play it. Uh-huh. Like 100%. It's very good. Um, Kyle, again, <laughs> true to form, right? Thank you for bringing up Pokemon. Oh, I try. I yeah. try my hardest. Um, the I, I too, ate, I mean, it's worse. It's a berry muffin, right? Like berry it's muffin. A berry muffin. Yeah. Is like it a, may or may not is be made of people. A bun or no. cookie. Yeah, it's a berry pastry. It, it is either grind ground up your friends or ground up Pokemon or both. <laughs> Is that what a we're little, saying? A little bit, okay. but but don't think about that too hard. Yeah, I, sure. Um, Todd, a lot of blood. More blood than necessary, probably <laughs> or expected. <laughs> More blood than there needed to be. Yeah. Regardless, thanks for also staying true to form. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was this was very fun. I had a great time doing this very stupid thing that I think has legs. We're going to do this again. We're certainly going to do this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reb, I'll, I'll just repeat every... Well, I won't repeat everything they said. Great option. Um, actually, as soon as you started describing what you were doing, I opened up the like listed recipe on the internet. That pie slaps. If you have been like pulled I didn't up, know like, there was the a real recipe. I haven't looked at one. Is there a yeah, good one? It's, it's, I, I, I haven't looked at the ingredients, but the pie looks amazing. Mm-hmm, like that's, mm-hmm. that's a real good pie. Also, you had the best answer both uh, in video game and in real life. These are great. Yeah. And one more thing. Therapy sounds like a place where I can both find joy and comfort in a baked good. Or if I'm having <laughs> a bad day, can go cry into that same baked good. Mm, yes, very yeah. much. It's there for you. Uh, Kyle Poffins. An hour later, I'm still not sure what that is, but that's cool. <laughs> um, also, your Conan O'Brien ice cream pun was really good. I know that wasn't part of your answer, but that was really, really great. I don't spend parts of my day just thinking of Ben and Jerry puns. <laughs> Why would I do that? Um, and Andrew, every time you started talking, I swear I forgot what you were talking about until you got five seconds in. And then I go, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, your answer was a lot of chaotic energy, and I enjoyed that. Also, no one m- reminded you, you said the phrase sweaty meat haunch, and you're going to have to answer <laughs> to God for that. <laughs> Oh, that was wonderful. Uh, my turn, right? <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you all so much for having me. I've had oh, so much fun. I'm so yeah. happy that I came. Uh, Kyle, very impressed by not just the deep Pokemon knowledge, but the deep Poffin knowledge. Maybe you were reading that off a website. I don't know. But I appreciate the commitment to research. And un- even if none of us knows what a Poffin is, even regardless of our pri- prior knowledge, you clearly know. Uh, and I am very impressed. <laughs> By by how much research and knowledge you put into understanding the essence of a poffin. Thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> Andrew, Symphony of the Knife is very funny, very thank funny. Uh, also, very good. 
as Todd said, your commitment to the chaos was just extraordinary. And I laughed very hard. I, I read it. I, we have, you have the document. I read like your notes and I, I laughed at that. And then you said it out loud. And I was like, this is even funnier when he says it out loud. I love this. Um, and Todd, you also did just a, a wonderful amount of research into understanding what this omelet is. Like I, like I said, I've talked to Victoria <laughs> Rosenthal about her rendition of this, and she has like ideas of what these ingredients are, and you're rattling them off, and I'm like, wait, I remember this, I remember this, I remember this is a real thing. This is a thing that exists. You know what this omelet is. Uh, and I just, I really loved that. I could taste it, which is not a pleasant experience. No, it's but, not. But I'm happy that it happened. Um, and also, uh, bonus, Matt, I love the voice. It's very oh, fun. thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thanks. I'll take Thank that you goodbye. all for having me. Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on. Those are like course, the greatest yeah. compliments mm-hmm. that yeah, any of us could have hoped to get. he's ever said to us. Um, yeah. And before we, before we come to a decision, Reb, why don't you pitch anything you've got coming oh. out? Of course. Well, uh, nothing too extreme at the moment. Uh, but I, I, I am on Twitter at Duck Valentine. Uh, that is where I catalog all of it. As I work through these cookbooks, I have Twitter threads and I post photos of my food. Uh, so if you just like want to check that out and see what I'm making, uh, at Duck Valentine is where you can find it. Um, I also write about how the games that you love get made. Sometimes do reviews and other kinds of things at IGN.com. You can find me there. Um, and if you just want to check out the handful of episodes of the Cozywood Kitchenette, that's on Twitter at Cozywood Kitchen. There's links to basically every podcast service where you can find it there all right go read reb's work it's fantastic yeah. she's so an excellent good. writer Absolutely. Yeah. go read her stuff right now it's too nice. yeah Thank cozy you. wood kitchenette is a delight even just to mm. listen back to so yeah. uh with all of that being said it is time for i your god king bobby flay <laughs> to come to a final decision i feel like you're in a doorway yelling at me and i can't leave <laughs> until you're done yelling <laughs> Uh, uh, well, you can leave right now because Oops. I will not be putting your blood omelets on my tables in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, it's not going to be you, Todd. Uh, Andrew, also not going to be you. Not enough drywall in Poughkeepsie, New York <laughs> to store and cook all these chickens. Pork Thank meats. you, Sleepy Joe Pesci. <laughs> uh, that brings us down to the puffins and the pie and... You know, quite honestly, Therapy is just a better name for a restaurant. So that's what we're going to go with. Rebecca, you are a winner here today on Debate This. Thank you for coming and schooling us all on our own podcast. We very much deserved it. Thank you, Chef. I'm honored. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the best and only cooking competition I've ever won. Oh, well, there, it is. there you go. Uh, with that, thanks for listening in to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Want more Debate This content? I read that sentence wrong. But you just can't wait until two Tuesdays from now. Do you love hearing our voices and goofs and crave more for your ear holes? Well, you're in luck because if you subscribe, subscribe to our Patreon for just five dollars, you can unlock the fourth Tuesday. Doing so will let us get nerdy with you in our Patreon only discord. Oh, boy. Until next time, I'm Matt Cole. I'm Kyle. A Ben and Jerry's flavor tie-in to Black Widow might be the Floral Pew Lavender Ice Cream. Oh, that's good. <gasps> God damn. That's really good. Yeah, I love lavender good. ice cream. So good. I'm Andrew Rondo of Blood Boy Henderson. <laughs> I'm Todd. The best flavor of Blood Bag is Type B for Baja Blast. Thomas. Oh, me. 
I forgot I had to do this. It's I, the silly nickname thing. It yeah. always happens. It no, always happens. I forgot happens. I had to do this. I'm Rebecca. Um, 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 uh, please, please go to the, please go to therapy and and don't just cook a pie or climb a mountain. Please, dear God, just go to therapy instead. Uh, Valentine. Nailed it. Absolutely crushed Perfect. it. And we're yeah. saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs>